Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City, Cruise, USA Worldwide and Camping Holidays, talking to a clicky or industry expert and giving you some top travel tips. In this episode, myself and Orla, our head of sales, will be chatting about our mutual love of Disneyland Paris and why it's the happiest place on earth. Our interview will be with Alicia, the sales and marketing manager from Breakaway by Disneyland. And Stephen will be giving you some top tips on how to make the most of your Disney holiday. Our resort report this week is about the happiest place on earth. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's Disneyland Paris. Over the last 25 years, 320 million people have walked through the gates of Disneyland Paris and it has become one of our customers' favourite city breaks. Just 32 kilometres outside of Paris, Disneyland Paris, formerly known as Euro Disney, has been around since 1992. It was the second park built outside of America. With two parks, Disneyland and Walt Disney Studios, one entertainment area, Disney Village, six hotels in the park, four hand-picked hotels, just a short shuttle bus outside the park, 50 places to eat, numerous places to shop, endless characters to meet and a plethora of attractions to try. It's no surprise that families, couples and friends keep flocking to this magical land year after year. This week it's a little bit different as it's just myself and Orla discussing Disneyland. Orla, as you know from our interview with her in our Lapland podcast, is our head of sales. She's been in click and go and the travel industry for about two years. She's a huge fan of Disney and she even has a selfie with Goofy as her email avatar. And last November she was lucky enough to go on a familiarisation trip to Disneyland and get the full VIP experience. I was there in May with one of my friends and it was the most amazing weekend. I donned my sequined Mickey Mouse ears, I sang along with the illuminations on Sleeping Beauty's castle and we spent the entire weekend smiling. I'd go back in a heartbeat. Disney songs are often the soundtrack of my workday and I'd say I watch a Disney movie minimum once a month. So Orla, your Disney trip, what was it like? Um, what do you love about Disneyland Paris after it? So as you said, I was lucky enough to get brought along on a familiarisation trip and I was really excited about mm. it. Um, it was one place that I had wanted to visit for a long, long time. Um, the genuine excitement that I had before going was like waking up on Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of I know, bubbly I felt the excite- same. <laughs> excitement feeling. Like you don't know what to expect. Mm. Um, you know it's going to be great and you have all of this anticipation you genuinely get to feel like a kid again. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I think we just smiled the entire yeah, weekend when we were there. It was. Um, so I was with other agents on the trip and we didn't have children with us. So I can only imagine the levels of excitement if you're if you're with children. Um, but even as an adult, you're brought right back to your childhood um, and and those genuine feelings of excitement. The detail is just phenomenal. Mm. You actually get drawn into the fact that you are in this magical land. Um, And that is because of, you know, the characters, the design, the parks, every minute detail. 
um, makes you want to to believe, um, and it's very <laughs> easy to to get sucked into into the excitement and and the wonder of it all. Oh, definitely. Even if you're super cynical about Disney or the magic of it, I'd say you will feel it as soon as you get there. It's just it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that even goes down to meeting with characters. Oh, yeah. It, what characters did you meet? Yeah. Obviously I, Goofy. Obviously Goofy. <laughs> As you mentioned, yeah, he's he's still my my profile <laughs> picture for my for my Outlook email. Um, again, you get kind of starstruck. Mm. It's so bizarre. It's almost like meeting a famous person because you you kind of Again, you're in that magic and mm. you're caught up in the excitement of it all. Um, so you see a lot of characters on your on your travels. Yeah. Uh, Goofy seems to be everywhere. Goofy is is quite quite um, frequently yeah. around. Yeah, definitely. Um, I suppose the rarer ones to be to see are the likes of Mickey and Minnie. Yeah. Um, but they do take the opportunity to come around to your hotel. Mm. So there's opportunities there to meet and greet and get pictures taken. Mm. Um, then at various points throughout the park, they are, again, they're available for you to meet. There can be some queues, but I would say it's absolutely worth it. Yeah, no, the Disney characters are just amazing. And there are set areas throughout the park where you can go and meet the Disney characters as well. Yeah. There's a set princess's place in Fantasyland. So there are set places, but you can see them all in the app as well. Exactly, yeah. And as I said... But they... be prepared for long wait times for the princesses because yeah. they're ridiculously popular. I would say probably the the best time to catch them is at your hotel. Yeah. Because at least you're comfortable, you're inside, you may not mind True. having yeah. having the wait as, as, as long. Um, that's where I got my famous pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, next time I'm there, I'm definitely going to get some more character photos because we've kind of failed at that when we mm-hmm. were in the park. And so what was your favourite part of the park? Um, it's probably a bit controversial, but actually oh. the, the Walt Disney Studios was actually, you know, I had more fun in there than I did actually in, in the main in, park. Yeah. I get that. It's less crowded. Less and crowded. And um, the rides are phenomenal. Mm. Um, there's a lot of familiarity because it's around films, the that, films. You've, that you've that you've seen um, there is opportunities to see behind the scenes as yeah. well and the art of animation did yes. you go to the art of animation I didn't no oh, no highly recommend it shows all the different drawings and kind of the process that they go through to animate the films right and okay you get to go into a, a screening of like this short film where they talk about the process of it and they have an animator there and they have Mushu from Mulan kind of okay as an example and he comes alive on the screen and it's really really good highly recommend the art of animation it's also great if you want to sit down for a while (laughs) that's it so that's what I was going to mention which was the studio tram tour oh yeah which again we went on to really rest our legs to be perfectly honest with you because it's a it's essentially a tram um, which holds kind of quite a lot of people so again the queuing is is, Mm. is minimal on it 
but we were blown away because you were brought into um, essentially behind the scenes studios. Yeah, um, get where, to see the different props. Yes, and, and yeah, amazing. absolutely. So there was kind of one scene um, which showed um, how they would... Um, make a it look like there had been a flood mm. with a, a lorry turned over and explosions and you are on the tram you know and you very can feel very the heat from the explosions it, yes and you can see exactly how everything works mm. and it's just it's just again mind blowing to be so close to it and seeing exactly how it all works yeah so for me um the Walt Disney Studios was probably my favorite as you said it's a little bit more relaxed mm. a little bit more chilled out um and not as many queues so you really do get to experience everything um i suppose some of the other kind of things that i loved from the walt disney studios was, was the toy store oh, yeah. story area toy story area is amazing <sighs> it's just again the detail yeah. it, you know you really feel like you're you're transported into the movie. Um, it's, oh, yeah. You're made to feel like you're tiny yeah. and everything else is huge around yeah. you. And all the detail, even like the barriers when you're queuing for the rides are like yeah. made out, well, made to look like toys. Exactly. In the Slinky Dog ride, it has instructions about Slinky the dog and... Yeah, it really so is. Detailed. That was actually probably one of the most frightening ones that Slinky. I... Slinky? Yeah. The really calm one. Oh no, I'm talking about the RC racer one. The RC racer. Sorry, sorry. Oh, that was absolutely brilliant. That was the scariest ride for me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I had been on all the other, you know, big rides. Thought this will be fine, Mm. and that was the most terrifying for me. (laughs) Oh, I'd say maybe Hyperspace Mountain was the. Well, not super scary, but like. The yeah. most my heart was in my mouth the entire time. Yeah, no, I, I for some reason it was the um, <laughs> it was that one. So yeah, <laughs> not even the Tower of Terror. No, I I don't know whether I was prepared <laughs> for that or I had psyched myself up for it to be scary, for it to be and really scary because you can see it. Yeah, um, but for some reason it's what's it called the Orsi Racer. Orsi Racer. Yeah. Um, I hadn't expected that to to be as as nerve wracking as it was and at one point you're right you're vertical Mm. Um, and I suppose that's what I didn't Didn't. really like (laughs) you're vertical going backwards yeah yeah, which wasn't wasn't it's a great little adrenaline rush (laughs) (laughs) and it goes quite a few times as well so it's you know you have to actually do it three or three or four times Mm, and I think it's one of the I think it's one of the most popular ones there because they have a single rider queue so if you don't mind being split up from your friends or yeah. whatever you can get a head start on the queue yeah. in a single rider yeah we actually availed of that single oh, rider did you? quite frequently mm. yeah again if you're if you're with adults or you can split up you know you can split up if that is something that you can do it definitely shaves time off off the queuing I'd say and, so. and the weights as well yeah and then what about in the Disneyland park while rides so in were Di- your favorites in Disneyland park um, it's divided up into different lands. Mm-hmm. Um, my favourites were the, the the firm favourites for everyone, which is uh, Big Thunder Mountain Pass. I didn't get to go on that. When we went to Fast Pass at the next Fast Pass, wasn't for like another four hours. Okay. So it's one to get to early in the day. And but it looked amazing. We did the, the uh, riverboat ride around it. So I was watching everyone on Big Thunder Mountain. It looked like they were yeah. having an amazing time. 
Um, so I again I was really lucky as you said I got mm. the kind of VIP, VIP treatment. experience <laughs> um, and we didn't have to queue ah. <laughs> lucky so we actually went on it twice oh really <laughs> yeah and it was amazing mm. um, oh. if you were on the boat ride you could see how you can see lots of the the views as well from from that particular point in, yeah. in the in the park so it's it really is phenomenal and it, it's quite long as mm. well so you really feel like you've you know you've got, you've a got good the chance. most out yeah. of it got yeah, your money's exactly. worth of the queue in time exactly exactly and the hyperspace mountain now oh, is so is star wars theme and that's just it's phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. It you feel like you're in the galaxy zooming through it with lasers shooting at you. And the way they've done it is just Yeah, it really is immersive. You really do feel like you're like you say, hurtling through some some galaxies. Yeah. Um and we went on that one twice as well. Yeah, both mornings that was our first ride of the day because we got breakfast nearby, so we're like straight to straight, hyperspace mountain. Yeah. And that's what I would suggest if you're staying um in hotels within the park, if you can use your magic hours yeah. to go on the bigger ones. Yeah, the bigger it's really rides. worth getting up that extra it hour is. early. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, beat those cues, get in there yeah. and you know, have the few rides picked out that you really want to see and do. Exactly. Um and get them over and done with with early your, in the day. Early in the day. And then you're free to kind of do more exploring mm. and you know, you can join queues then at your at, at your, your own leisure, leisure then yeah. as well. Um another favourite of mine in um the Disneyland Park was It's a Small World. So it's a it's a little boat ride mm. essentially and you're It's a me- great one for little kids as well. Yeah. And again, you know, it, for me it's just down to the detail mm. and there is um different sections for every part of the world and it's you know modeled on kind of what you would expect to see from each individual country yeah. with um songs that go along with that particular country i was looking at the the yeah the, the little figurines yeah you the know. figurines were like the attention to detail on them was amazing and it was you know their dresses, their socks, their hair, yeah. um, the background, decoration, everything. Again, you just feel like you're you're in this, in the small world. In the small <laughs> world, um, you really do. There's just so much to see and do. So and, so much. And I was there for three days, so, mm. and and still missed missed some <laughs> missed stuff. Off. Obviously, yeah. I think when I was there as well, the teacups were closed, which I was. Devastated yeah, we didn't it. we didn't get to go. I was on really that looking either. forward to going them. I suppose you do have to pick your priorities, you know, you as do. well, and and decide what it is that you really want to see. Mm. And then there's other stuff that if you get to, great. Yeah. Um. But I would go with some sort of a plan. Yeah. About what you want to do. I definitely if you plan on going listeners um download the disneyland app and just kind of yeah have a look at, at the different rides and different queue times and it's a great way to just plan out your day yeah and did you go to any shows while you were there we went to the wild west show uh, uh, buffalo, buffalo bill. bill yeah um so we had a show and there was a a, a dinner included oh, with yeah. that and um i think a choice of a drink and essentially, it's um, 
like a, a huge barn mm. with a theatre style seating. Oh, very and nice. it's almost like a bench and the table is in front of yeah. you so that you could have, a, you know, a meal if you choose. Yeah. Or alternatively, a, you know, a drink could you could have there as well. And again, it's just, you know, the really? attention to detail. They mm. involve the crowd. Um, there's tricks on horses involved. Mm. Um, you know, they're shooting into the crowd. Um, wow. They're bringing people actually down into the crowd, into the, to involve them oh, as really? well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and really just you know a good way to spend the evening Mm. you know that it was something alternative something different Mm. to do and as I said with the with the option that we got there was a meal included so yeah it was handy a good way to pass the evening yeah exactly and were you in many of the restaurants throughout the parks um, yeah, we were in restaurants throughout the parks, so there would be a lot of different options. Mm. Um, so there's sit-down meal kind of mm. options, I suppose. And then there's the buffets. Mo- most of them are buffet style, mm. though. So you're, you, you know, you will have a table and you're 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 seated and mm. sitting down, but most of them are are buffet style. Mm. Um, the other thing is, even if you have a, a meal plan included with your um your holiday you still aren't guaranteed that you will get a table so no. you do if need if you want to have something guaranteed ring ahead and and try and try yeah. and pre-book that when we went we wanted to go to the ratatouille restaurant okay and i think we booked it by four or five weeks in advance yes and even then we didn't get the time slot we wanted. We had to go earlier for dinner yeah. than we intended. Yeah. But um, it's definitely worthwhile booking exactly. well in advance. Just having a look at the websites and seeing the different restaurants and exactly. picking one out. I would, I would definitely recommend that. If you're not fussy, mm. you'll find somewhere. Oh yeah, 100%. You know, there's, there's no there's shortage of food no in Disneyland. <laughs> None whatsoever. Um, then there's your traditional fast food options mm. as well. You know, pop into McDonald's. Yeah, in the Disney Village there's the McDonald's there's the Rainforest Cafe there's a diner there's Planet Hollywood there's loads of options there's Mickey's Cafe yeah so a lot of American style themed food um you're not going to be eating healthily probably for the time that you're there but who cares although my friend that came with me she was vegetarian and she found it Perfect. Fine throughout yeah. the entire thing yeah. to get some semblance of veg some and semblance. healthy food. Yeah, um, I I wasn't even looking for that. I was yeah. I was happy to eat whatever to was eat given. All the rubbish that was given yeah. to me, um, and then there's other options then for just kind of quick snacks on the go mm. with Cheerios and donuts and popcorn, mm. candy floss, coffees, you know. All of that stuff. So again, like you said, there's never any shortage of, of food options around. No. And one thing I definitely say from my experience is if you're going for lunch, don't go at half 12 to one. And if you if you do go out to the Disney Village away from the Disneyland Park. Yeah. Because it was just insanity. We tried yeah. to go to one restaurant and they said it was a two hour wait. Yeah. And other places, the queues were just ridiculous. Again, the you know the overriding tip around mm. Disney is plan. plan and try to do things off peak. Off essentially, peak times, yeah. <laughs> you know, go in early, have your lunch, you know, yeah. slightly earlier, slightly mm. later than than the crowds will be, 
and and then it's fine. Yeah, you know, if, but if you start to try and do things at those peak times, you're going to be stuck you and you're, you're going to run into queues. And then I suppose we should have a chat about the hotels in Disneyland. You, where did you stay when you were there? We stayed in the Sequoia Lodge, which oh, is an on-site nice. Disney hotel. Mm. Um, it's three star. Um, it has kind of a cozy mountain retreat feel. Mm. I went in November and we loved, you know, you can have hot chocolate sitting by this massive open fire in the reception of the the hotel yeah so it really has that just cozy feel and again you feel like you're you're transported to Mm. (laughs) to that particular place um as you mentioned all of the the on-site disney hotels have particular themes yeah and with the attention to detail oh it's brilliant yeah i was in the new york hotel and uh even they had the old school uh, thing above the elevator so you'd know which floor it was on. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, and it had yeah. like a slick New York kind of art deco design inside and yeah. a, a nice little kind of jazz style bar and it was all just themed to perfection. Exactly. But that's closing in, in January to be January. refurbished and su- to the Marvel really heroes of that. I think that's going to be absolutely phenomenal. So I saw a few pictures of the plans for the yes. hotel and it just looks yeah, unbelievable. It really does. So that's something to watch. Yeah. I think it's 2020 then it's 2020 it should be done. Yeah. 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 Um, and while I was there, obviously I was on a, a trip to get familiar with, with Disney. So we got to visit all of the hotels. Mm. Um, so we went to visit the Newport Bay. That's another four star similar to the New York. Yeah. And that's based on a 1920s mari- maritime theme. Yeah, New Englandy. Yeah, New Englandy. Mm. Um, and the four star hotels will generally be the shortest walking distance to, yeah. to the park. It's about five minutes about less. Less, yeah, yeah, probably less. Um, where I stayed in the Sequoia Lodge was three star and that's probably 10 minutes. Mm. And then you have the two two star properties, which is the Cheyenne and the Santa Fe, um, which are two star, two star. And I would say they're probably 15 minutes max, max. walk. But you can get the free shuttle bus service from them as well. So the Cheyenne is based on an Old West mm. kind of theme. And it has like Toy Story themed rooms. Exactly. Which would be amazing. A woody yeah. boot lamp. And yes. Again, just the detail. Yeah. And the Santa Fe is kind of an American Route 66. Route 66. Yeah, and Cars as well. Yeah. It's a related movie. Exactly. Um, so even when you're not in the park. You're still in the Disney universe. Exactly. You're still in, in that mm. in that world. Um, then there's offsite options mm. as well, um, and they would. There's kind of four main ones that we would probably sell the most and that are most popular with with Irish families. Um, one of the good things about the offsite um, hotels is they cater for for bigger families. Yeah. So most of the onsite Disney hotels, the most that they will fit to a room is four. That's one thing that I was surprised of when I was in Disneyland mm-hmm. was the size of the families and like parents, kids, grandparents. Yeah. Whole family affair whole, there. Whole extended yeah. family. 
Um, so in some ways, the offsite can sometimes be a good option to mm. get the whole family into a room. Yeah, or and special family suites. Yeah, and or alternatively, you'd need to to split up into two two mm. separate rooms. Um, with the offsite hotels, there's two four star, which are both Vienna House. One is the Dream Castle, and the other is the Magic Circus. Yeah. And then there's two three star properties, which is the Explorers Hotel and the Kiriad. Mm. Um, the Explorers Hotel, I remember looking into it, and it's filled with things for kids to do. And yes. Amazing swimming pools and entertainment, and if you have small kids, I'd say is. Yes, that's it exactly. So with all of the offside hotels, mm. there's heated indoor pools. Mm. Um, there is pools in some of the Disney hotels. Yeah, I don't all. think they're in the two stars. No, they're right? not in the two stars. Yeah. Um, and they are in the other ones that I've mentioned. With all of the hotels, I would always check mm. that the that the swimming pools are open at the the particular time that you're you're looking to go yeah, that's something that a nice way to break up your day as yeah, well and have yeah. a bit of downtime exactly. before you go back into the park um, but going back to the explorers there's you know video games room XD cinema um, there's a jungle adventure play area mm. as well so again when you get back to the hotel plenty to, to keep do. to keep them occupied mm. to keep the kids and um, they all also offer a free shuttle to they do. the Disneyland parks. E- exactly, yeah. So there's the free shuttle and they're very, very free. Yeah, I think they're well. like every 10, 15 minutes. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So there's absolutely no issue with getting to the parks. Mm. That shouldn't be any hassle for you whatsoever. So I actually looked at a comparison before mm. I came over of a sample holiday for two adults and one child traveling in March 2019. So I priced what it would be in a Disney hotel mm-hmm. and then the option for the offsite hotel as well. So with the Disney hotel, um, the price comes in at €1,349 for two adults and one child, which is amazing Mm -hmm. and with that you get Aer Lingus flights four nights in the Santa Fe hotel you get the five day park tickets and you get the free half board meals so I'll explain what what's included in the meals now um, and you also get your your magic hours as well very important which is really (laughs) important so that for me is an amazing price. Mm. So then I looked then what the same price would be in an offside hotel um, with the same criteria. Yeah. And the price comes in slightly more expensive, which is €1,372. Euro. But with this, you don't get the half board yeah. meal option. Or the magic uh, hours. Or the magic hours. And your park tickets is for four days, not five. Mm. So it's just to see those subtle differences as well. So my advice would be always price up both options and then you're able to make an informed decision about what suits you best. And as well, there's often offers. So say with the on-site one, there's half 20% off and half board up until now and November. The 28th of November. 28th of November. And for travel up until April. April of next year. Yeah, so it's a huge saving, especially for families. Exactly. And the half-board meal plan 
again is is really really valuable mm. to you over there so what that includes is you get a quick service breakfast voucher and um, so it's not a full sit down breakfast so just be be conscious mm. of that although but that's all you for the day. Need, that's all you need, really, yeah. to get you going. That's what we had when we were there, and you got your tea, your coffee, or apple juice, orange juice, a uh, Disneyland version of a McMuffin, and yeah. a croissant or a pan of chocolate. And, and it's all delicious. Kept you going until 12 or 1. Exactly. And then the meal voucher you can use in selected restaurants throughout the, the theme park, mm-hmm. and that can be used for lunch or dinner lunch or dinner yeah and the restaurants you can use it in depends on which hotel you're staying in exactly there's three tiers of uh meal plans but if you're ever you know confused about any of that or you want to ask questions or clarify exactly what's applicable Mm. just give us a call and, and we'll be able to to go through it um with the with the sales team and click and go brilliant that's great i think that's I think that's it. Everything we could possibly tell you about Disneyland Paris. And next we have our interview with Alicia. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Click and Go podcast. Thank you very much for having me. So Alicia is the sales and marketing manager in Breakaway who supply us with all our Disney deals. She's been with Breakaway for two years and has been to Disneyland three times and twice with work, which is quite nice in two years. So to start off, we ask everyone the same question. So what's your favourite destination? It doesn't have to be Disneyland Paris. <laughs> to be honest, it probably is my favourite Oh, really? <laughs> well, you get so immersed with it you really when you're do. working with it. So, I mean, I know so much more about it than any other destination mm. in the world. So, I mean... I'm being biased, I suppose, but I mean, it is my favourite destination. It's just brilliant. And have you been to any of the other Disney parks? I have. When I was about 14, I went to Florida. Ah, nice. But it's completely different. Yeah. It's you a, know, it's a, a whole... A beast of a park. Yeah. But, the you know, the whole of Florida, you go to so many parks, mm. whereas in Paris, you go to just the two. Disneyland. To the Disney ones. And um, I suppose it's very different. It's, you know, three night or four night. Mm. Whereas you, if you're going to Florida, you're going for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you'd need it to get around all yeah. about seven parks within <laughs> yeah, Walt Disney. something like that, all right. Um, so also, what's your favourite Disney movie or series? My, Seeing as you live and breathe Disney. <laughs> my favourite movie um, has always been The Lion King. Ah, okay. Always. I absolutely love it. And I can't wait for the new one to come out. And my series... Um, probably like Lizzie McGuire or something. <laughs> that would be mine as well. Yeah. Or like That's So Raven maybe. Like That's what I looked at when I was younger anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Very good. And uh, so Breakaway, what exactly do they do? Who are they and what does your role involve? Breakaway have been around now for 50 years. We are celebrating our 50th oh, wow. anniversary this year. Wasn't always called Breakaway, so we are Nina and Travel, mm. but um, the uh, the company has been around fifty years. We are the official distributors for Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. We also have a corporate company, and we have um, an adventure site as well and oh a my. retail site. So my role is sales and marketing manager for the Disney portion, the adventure portion, and then I'm kind of just getting into the corporate side as well. 
on the Disney side, the main role is selling and marketing Disney, pushing it to the agents, pushing it direct, doing campaigns, um, getting the offers out to you guys mm. and going um, visiting agents, doing road shows, doing events, things like that. And going to Disney. The, the most, most important. important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know such a hard job (laughs) I though I suppose we can't really talk either (laughs) Um, so what's the best thing about working somewhere that's all Disney all the time or at least all all Disney 80% of the time the best thing is how everybody likes the product Mm. you know I like the product everyone I'm talking to about likes the product I'm not trying to sell something that people don't like I'm selling something that people love mm. and I love and I'm passionate about it. I always said, I always wanted to do kind of marketing and sales. Yeah. And I always said I was never going to market and try sell something that I didn't feel passionate about. Feel passionate about. And I was mm. interested in myself. Yeah. So I couldn't be in a better position now than marketing something as nice and as magical as Disneyland Paris. Yeah, so I think that's the true. best thing. How much I like it and how I can talk about it and people are interested in what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, you know. it's, it's definitely a really easy sell. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's such an easy sell. And out of all your visits to Disneyland, what's your favourite memory from being there, from Disneyland Paris? By far... The seeing the Disney Illumination show. Yeah. Oh, it was phenomenal. Wasn't it? Yeah. Did you cry? Because yeah. I cried. Well, I don't know if I was crying, but definitely hairs yeah. standing on end on my arms. And when we were there, it was lashing rain. Yeah, and it just didn't matter. We didn't care. We were standing there soaked. <laughs> yeah. And just mesmerised. And uh, so I suppose to the more serious Disney questions. Um, Mickey Mouse is 90 years old. Yes, can you year. believe it? What a mouse for one mouse. <laughs> um, but uh, So how are Disney celebrating this? I assume it would be a pretty massive celebration. Yes, so what they're doing is they're having 90 days mm. of celebrating Mickey Mouse's birthday. So it's 90 days of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And it's going on for November and December. Oh, wow. What they're doing is they're having a new show called Mickey's Christmas Big Band. Brilliant. They're having a new 3D attraction called, I always get the name wrong of this now, a Mickey's Philhair Magic Orchestra. I think I got that right. And Sounds about right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're also having a new float in the parade. Oh, very nice. And they're also, I think, I think they're still kind of a little bit planning it. So mm. I've been told there's going to be more like surprises when November and December comes. Mm. And... Um, yeah, it's very exciting. I'd say so. Yeah, they always pull out the stops for a celebration, so. Will that new show last beyond Mickey's birthday? Will it be a kind of setting? Um, or? I presume so. Mm. Um, Like for the 25th anniversary, they did the new Illuminations show. Yeah. And they did the new parade. Mm. And I've been told now that, that they're just carrying them on. Mm. So I presume possibly it might be the same with the um, 90th birthday. Very and, nice. Yeah. And similar to his birthday, there are different seasons in Disneyland Paris. And when I was there, it was the Pirates and Princesses, yes. which was pretty amazing. The song from the parade was stuck in my head for like a solid <laughs> month after I got home. Uh, could you maybe talk us through the seasons and what's coming up? Yeah. Apart from Mickey's birthday. So at the moment, they're celebrating the Halloween festival. Mm. So that goes on for the whole of October. And 
that's really cool. So the whole um, resort is decorated in Halloween decorations and it's the time, it's actually one of the only times where the Disney villains come out in the park. Yeah, because I noticed that when I was there, there was a serious lack of villains. Yeah. And even in the shops, there's no, yeah. there's no very little villain them. merch. <laughs> Perfect yeah. time of the year for yeah. them to yeah, come out true. though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they have um, Maleficent, and, but which I didn't really think she was a villain, no. but she comes out no. on Halloween. Um, <laughs> Cruella de Vil, oh, Captain Hook, Cruella. the witch with the apple from Snow White. Oh, yeah. Um, they have like a Mickey Mouse tricycle gang parade during the day. And they also have a Halloween party on the 31st as well that you do have to buy tickets for. Mm, cool. And then you, yes, so then you have your enchanted Christmas season, mm. which is the most magical season in Disneyland Paris. Mm. Well, in my opinion, anyway. <laughs> I think what makes it so magical, what I thought was the castle. The best part is the castle because it sparkles. Oh, wow. All day long. Um, like you can kind of see it glist. Did you notice that when we were over I there? I did, yeah. Um, it like glistens during the day and then as it gets darker, you can just see like it like sparkling. <sighs> magical. The decorations are just amazing, like the big tr- Christmas, Christmas trees, trees, the Disney decorations, mm. the lights on the streets are like Mickey Mouse shaped. There's a special parade, mm. um, a Christmas parade with Santa Claus in it. There's a Santa Claus grotto. Oh my God. There's like frozen sing-alongs, Christmas shows. It's just really magical. And it goes on, like it starts in November, the mm. uh, 10th of November, and then it doesn't end until the 6th of uh, January. So there is a big chunk of it that you don't have to just go like really close to Christmas to mm. experience it. Oh, wow. Christmas and Disneyland combined, so magical. Exactly. <laughs> and then in January, we have our Legends of the Force. So it's the Star Wars um, festival. Cool. This is a really great festival because it brings people to Disney that might not have gone, you mm. know, and then they come back being Disney fans, (laughs) you know. But um, for the Star Wars festival, they have a similar light show to what's on Sleeping Beauty Castle, but they do it on the Tower of Terror in the Walt Disney Studios. And it's all Star Wars. And then they have a Stormtroopers march. They have Jedi training, which is really cool. Yeah, I'd love to do that. (laughs) That would be so good. Would I be too old for it? Is it just kids? (laughs) Can I pretend to be like 10? (laughs) I don't know if there's an age limit on it, so. (laughs) And then they have like the characters going around. So if you like Chewbacca and Darth Vader and things like that. Yeah. And then I think they're doing the Pirates and Princesses Festival again. Mm. And the summer one. Lion King. Oh, oh really? Your yeah. favorite? Amazing! <laughs> You'll have to make sure you go back for I that. Know. <laughs> I know. I've already sent the email. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, they're doing it like to go with the new movie. And so with Click and Go, our on-site or in the park Disneyland packages, they include the flight accommodation in one of the official hotels and the park tickets. We can also upgrade to your half-board meal plans. Um, could you maybe talk a bit more through the meal plan upgrades or the add-ons? Yeah, absolutely. They're a bit different. Yeah, so there's two different types of meal plans that mm. you can get. If you get it in part of the offer, so the at the moment there's the 20% off your hotel and park tickets plus free half-board meal plan. That's, as you said before, mm-hmm. the quick service breakfast. Yeah. yeah. If, like say, our previous offer Um, didn't include meals it was two days free if you went for four days you got two for free so 
if you wanted the meals, you'd add them on. And mm. that would be your um, buffet breakfast. Okay. And it depends what kind of breakfast depends on and like the status of the plan. So if you're staying in some of our value hotels, so if you're staying in Santa Fe, this Cheyenne, you're on this standard meal plan. Mm. So you'll have a continental continental buffet breakfast and you will have a select amount of restaurants that you can go for your lunch or your dinner. Yeah. If you're but you can upgrade Right. So if, then if you're staying in the Sequoia, the New York or the Newport, you have a plus mm. meal plan. You have a American buffet breakfast and then you have a few more restaurants that you can do your lunch or dinner. And then if you're staying in the Disneyland, you've premium everything, everything. Mm. And you can upgrade up. You can't go down, but you can go up. And with that, then, if you do have a voucher for your lunch or your dinner with the meal plans, you can actually use that for other things. So if you want to do like a character lunch Mm -hmm. or a princess and prince um, lunch, you can use that to the value of what it is. Mm. And also, if you just have a plus plan and you just want to go to one restaurant um, and you don't want to completely upgrade, you can use your voucher for the value of just one restaurant as well. And you can also use it for the Buffalo Bills Wild West show for the value of it. I didn't know you could use it for Buffalo Bill. Yeah, very good. What would be like your top tip for using the fast pass or what people should know about using fast pass? I think everyone need my top tip is to make sure you use them all. Yeah. You know, you get five. Mm. The minute you go into the park, get your first fast pass, fast pass. You might be an hour, maybe an hour and a half until you can use it. Go off, do your thing, come back. And the second you use it, go back and get another you make your experience so much better because you won't have to queue you'll have more of a structure to your day and you'll make sure to get in as much as possible Mm. you know yeah no they definitely do make the difference we used it on maybe four or five rides and it was just so handy even just just go and sit down and relax for half an hour or an hour while you wait yeah um, and should we expect any exciting developments in Disneyland Paris over the next few years? Yes, there's actually <laughs> a few exciting things going on. So there was an, an announcement not too long ago that they're expanding the Walt Disney Studios. Ooh, and they're, that's my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they're going to put a few million into expanding it. And now this, uh, this I read this in an article, so okay. it didn't exactly come from Disney, but I heard there was going to be a frozen castle. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just book again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to be going there every year for yes. like the foreseeable future. And the New York Hotel mm. is currently, well, no, in January it's going to be closing down because they're renovating it to be the art of Marvel. Everything's going amazing. to be Marvel. Yeah. And I think I read that they're uh, changing the Aerosmith roller coaster, so it's going to be a Marvel one as well. Yes, mm. so that's very exciting as well. And in 2021, they're going to be doing up the Disneyland Hotel. Wow. So that's exciting as well, yeah. How can they make that even better? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. It's Disney, they'll do it. They'll do it. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, I think I definitely have a few more trips to Disneyland yeah. Paris in the pipeline. <laughs> Can't wait for my next trip. <laughs> I think it'll Me definitely too. be a weekend away next year. Brilliant, Don. Thanks a million, Misha. No problem. Thanks for having me. Stephen's top tips this week. I don't think you'll have to guess what they're about. Of course, they're about Disneyland Paris. And Stephen, 
How well do you know Disneyland Paris? <laughs> I know it fairly well. Been from selling it now for uh, too many years that I care to remember. Um, but I w- haven't been there as yet. Ah. I've sent numerous, obviously, families, uh, relations. I've sent them all. And they all love it. So the, the, the You've the heard tips, all the feedback from them after I've the holidays. All the feedback. I make sure I do get the feedback as well. Any, any family that I ever send, I always try and get the feedback so mm. I can then re- relate to clients, you know. Um, the first tip today will be, if possible, go off peak. If you can travel... You know, away from Easter, Christmas, mm. midterms, Halloween, things like that. It is much cheaper. Now, it's not always possible. But yeah. if you can go, even midweek, if you can go, you know, Tuesday to a Friday rather than a Friday to a, to a Monday, you, you're going to save a good bit of money. So where possible, try to go off peak. Now, when I went, I went in the middle of May and to go the week, week after I went, which was maybe the 20th or something of May, I think the price increased by like three, four hundred euro. Really? Yeah, that much. And as well, it gets so hot so quickly <laughs> in Paris Disneyland. Mm. And when you're standing in a queue for 30 minutes with the heat bearing down on you, it's just unbearable. Yeah, I, I think like we had to go back to the hotel for like a sit down in a cool space away from crowds. Yeah, I think what to remember as well with, with going during peak times as well as paying more. Mm. It, everything's going to be busier. Yeah, everything's much going busier. to be busier. Going to be, you know, spend a lot more time queuing. Everything's going to be a lot more busier. So, where possible, go off peak. Yeah. Okay, so the second tip um, will be to price the on-site hotels. We do two lots of, of hotels. We do off-site and we do on-site. Um, the perception is that the on-site are going to be more expensive because they'll show up more expensive on our website. However, they're going to include park tickets. Mm. So I always, always, where possible, look at the on-site hotels. Um, look at the off-site. Put your park tickets on top of the the, the off-site and compare. And, you, you, you know, that's the best way of finding the, the best value. But always just have a look. Again, I've said this before in previous tips, if you're in any doubt about... Um, what to do, where to go, when to go, call our sales team. Mm. They're so knowledgeable, passionate, they, they know everything, they know the best dates, so just call them if in any doubt. So the second one there is pr- have a look at the on-site hotels. We, we are, we've started pushing these with our, with our partner recently and they've been really successful. People are really buying into this mm. and bookings have increased significantly, so that, that's, a, that's a bit of proof that the, the value is definitely there on yeah. the on-site hotels. The on-site it's just so much handier. You're a five-minute walk from the park gates. You don't have to worry about getting your transfer bus. You get to go in early. You get the get more into the feeling of Disneyland. And yeah, they're not that much more expensive. And generally, when you book an on-site, there will be offers that come at the on-site to make it even more worth your time. Regarding and you get an extra days park tickets. Regarding queuing and things like that as well, if you're on-site. Regarding queuing and even special offers, like you might get a free half-board upgrade okay. or yeah. Yeah. extra nights for free. or It's, it's worthwhile looking at, the, looking at the on-site. They might seem more expensive Definitely. at first, and, but and there the value is there in the long run. And they're on our website as well. So always, yeah. you know, they won't come in as the cheapest on our website because they, they because they're, you know, they're including park tickets are a bit further down the list. Mm-hmm. So always go for, right down the list and you'll see the, the on-site um, hotels. hotels. They have a little sparkle they to them do. on the website. They do, I was website. just going to say that they have <laughs> the little gold sparkly yeah, stars For the uh, magic showing. that is Disneyland. Absolutely. Um, next one is... Uh, price private transfers. Private transfers 
aren't always that much more expensive uh, than the shuttle bus transfers. They're obviously a lot more convenient. Mm. You know, you're going to have a, it's a private, it's direct. So a driver's just going to pick you and your family up at the airport and take you straight to the door of your hotel. So there's no waiting around for trains, there's no waiting around for buses. It's just you, your family, and straight there. And also, don't forget as well, when you're going back, rather than waiting for a bus, you know, when you're going back from the hotel, back to the airport, you're leaving, the buzz is over. Mm. Okay? So it's, it's very much a case of, we want to get home. The kids are getting a little bit grumpier. Maybe yeah. now they're leaving uh, Disneyland Paris. So they want, they'll want to get home. So if you've got, again, a private car with a driver direct taking you back to the airport, it'll cut out all the hassle of waiting for a bus and a bus with other kids and families and whatnot. So always price. And in some cases, I was just checking earlier on, and in some cases, the private transfer can be the same price as, if not a little bit cheaper in some cases, if there's, if there's four or five people. Um, than, the, than the shuttle bus transfer. Mm. So again, if you're checking on our website, have a look at the private transfer. If you are uh, in any doubt, call the sales team. That's what they're there for, and they'll build the price it up for you. The next one is get to the park early in the morning. So get up, out of bed, and gone. Now, the first morning, that might seem easy because the kids will be excited, mm. and they'll want to get up and out. The more days that you're in Paris Disneyland, the tireder you get, the more tired you get you will find getting up in the morning might be slightly more challenging day yeah, two and definitely. day three. But I definitely think get up, get out, and get into the park early to avoid all the queues. Thank you very much. Welcome. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel podcast. Thanks to our guests Orla, Stephen and Alicia, and thank you for listening. All the Disneyland Paris deals that we discussed can be found on our website, clickandgo.com. And you can get additional information about Disneyland Paris on our blog. And I'll put all the links in the description below. We hope you've been enjoying it so far. And if you have, let us know. Or if there's any destination you'd like to hear about, let us know on social. And make sure to subscribe and share it and review and spread the word about the podcast. Next week, we'll be getting festive again and talking about Christmas markets. Stephen will be hopping into the interview chair and we'll have our top tips. Until then, goodbye.